MyMac Podcast 940, Space Race. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This week, a slight departure from the usual as the G-Men discuss the current crop of flight-ready and some not-so-ready low-Earth orbit rocket makers. Who's up? Who's down? And who just can't seem to get up off the ground? So, yeah, it rhymes too. Hey, how about that? How are you, Gaz? I'm very well, thank you. I'm oh. rather rather oh. wondering what this is going to be in relation to Mac, but maybe it's not related to Mac at all. So it's, you know, it's pretty it's, much it's just you being interesting because you're I'm such trying. an interesting guy. You know, so, so they say. Here's the thing. <laughs> Sometimes, and I mean, I know that we just we just went through WWDC, and you know, honestly, other than to sit there and and talk about well, what's the latest that they're talking about in Sonoma and you know iOS well, seventeen? Yeah, and to and to that point, that that's going to develop over the next you know few months and weeks and months, yeah. isn't it? Because it's not going to be released yet, and you know that. They're not even the developer. They're only just coming out with the betas, aren't they? They're, you know, they're, yeah, pretty so, much. So I wouldn't, and we've we've backed off from saying to people that the betas are available and if you want to try it out because, you know, you, it could put you in a world of hurt. So don't do yeah, it, folks. As, and, as, and, uh, and things can discovered. change. Yeah. <laughs> ah. So, yeah, I think there's going to be lots of talk about um, all of the software uh, and it'll give us something to talk about as we move through the next weeks and months. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like the fact that you've gone with a slightly tangential subject. Oh, it's a big, it's a big change <laughs> from what we normally talk about. Yeah. You know, I've been, I've started watching on YouTube. Um, there's, there's quite a number of channels that kind of dedicate themselves to, uh, you know, when, when rockets, when rockets fire off and oddly enough, no, I guess not so much oddly enough, there's been a lot of activity in the course of, uh, low earth orbit, um, takeoffs and, or, or space flight lately over the last couple of years, uh, with one, with one particular company, going farther and faster than than all the others but uh, we'll we'll get into that in the next section what, and to I'm infinity just and beyond it to be very interesting what i said what to infinity and beyond pretty much yeah yeah buzz good old buzz lightyear <laughs> what a name who came up with that oh pixar of course um what what have you been up to guess um well, I've uh, with this week a few things have happened. We've been uh, out with some friends again. Had a barbecue mm -hmm. last night. I've done very little on my Mac. Um, I say oh, very little. Oh, I've oh, done a little bit. Actually, got some new glasses for um, using uh, my Mac. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're called they're called occupational glasses because I'm often looking down when I'm dealing with the spreadsheets on my Mac. God, I'm hitting it out of the park today, aren't I? Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm often looking down at 
paperwork that I've got and then up to the screen and I'm, I'm sometimes doing this with my glasses, you know, lifting it up and putting them back down. So I've got yeah. these occupational ones, which are basically they're, they, you call them bifocal, but it's blended. So you can't see, you know, like the old bifocals where you get a line across the glasses. Now they're blended. So I, uh, I, I never could use those. They well, I'll tell you what. I, yeah. I'd, um, what do they call the ones where uh, it's more peripheral? Some of those they've they've got them more on a, like a circular. Oh, what's the damn name for them? Anyway, th yeah. those I could not get on at all. I tried for driving, you know, so looking up close and then long distance and driving, and they just made all of the the straight lines curve, and I just couldn't mm. get on with those at all. But these, which are just basically split half and half, and it's not long distance to a closer distance. It's you know reading up close and and looking at the screen which is just a few feet away so um i've tried them and they're great i got them this week um got mrs gaz uh, electric bike so we've been Ooh. out on that a few times which she tried electric bikes now so is she uh, just like lapping you now well lapping and lapping. downhill and on the flats i'm fine it's when we go uphill that's the problem she just kind of <laughs> it's it's a bit it's what we call a sit up and beg bike, you know, a bit like those Dutch bikes that you see where they're kind of sitting up and, you know, it's all, yeah. and she just, you know, and she just pedals past, she sit up and beg, she looks at me as, as she goes past and I'm going, <laughs> as I'm trying to push as hard as I can up the hill. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but that's good. It's good. So uh, she won't be going out on the longer, longer runs with me, but it's, it's, you know, she can go out and do something and get it because we, we live on a hill. So that's problematic from the start, you know, because you're always thinking, oh, I've got to ride back up that hill. So yep. um, I've, I've also bought a new Apple TV, the most recent version. Nice. I think it's version three. Looking forward to using a new remote because I've had the old remotes. In fact, I bought one oh, of yeah. those remotes from, if I didn't buy it, um, Mr. Shadwell. Um, got it over to us um, from yeah from that uh, company Switzerland, in from that Switzerland 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 I think yeah. it was um, and there are a few downsides to it and I think Apple have moved on with their little remote uh, since I had that so I'm looking forward to using that and my older Apple TV is going to go to probably my daughter however I'm I'm not looking forward to the process of moving over because I don't think it's quite as simple as it should be in terms of you know putting all of the apps that you've got. I think there's a few steps you've got to take to make sure that you. Yeah, you know, is there is there even like a transition application or no, is all that no, stuff no, no, saved no. up? In, no, in I your... think no, I think you've got to save it into iCloud, but you've got to press a certain. Because um, I was doing a bit of research on it last night, just very briefly, because I haven't done it. I was, thought I was going to move it to to it today, but I haven't had time. Um, and I think you've got to go into settings, and there's something I can't remember what the the term is. I've got it on my. IPad somewhere, uh, and basically I switch that on, uh, and hopefully, hopefully they will transit. But I'm I'm going to keep both up and running. Um, but I always had an issue. A lot of people used to say, "Oh, I don't use Ethernet on my uh, Apple TV. I just use the Wi-Fi." I always had a bit of an issue with Wi-Fi because it always either slowed down or had a connection problem. So um, I think I've got mine connected up to Ethernet. Um, but I'm the the newer I one. I'm to, hearing. I'm, I'm now he well. I'm now hearing the one that downstairs. The, connected but I'm up now hearing. Ethernet. I'm now hearing that the newer ones are much better over Wi-Fi. So I, I probably won't connect that to to Ethernet. Okay. Yeah, I I used to do mine over Ethernet, but because I have two um, 
darn it, the the small speaker, HomePods. HomePods. I have two yeah. HomePod minis that I use for for output from the TV set. Yeah, and they have to be on the same network as the Apple TV in order to work properly. Well, because right. it's hooked up through Ethernet, it's not seeing it the just, same. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it wasn't quite working right, so I switched it back over to Ethernet, and honestly, couldn't really tell any difference. It was it was still working pretty well. But speaking of HomePods, I just bought two more. I didn't put this in the notes. I just remembered this. Um, I've started going to an acupuncturist that my wife goes to, and I I had resisted it for like a really really long time because I looked at a lot of that stuff as just kind of like voodoo. Um, but with with my recent change in circumstances, literally voodoo yeah literally literally voodoo <laughs> um it's like are you putting the pins in me or in that little doll that, <laughs> that has a patch over one eye yeah um <laughs> but the um the the weird thing has been i i was just looking for something that was going to help me relax a little bit because i've been having some trouble sleeping and and so on and so forth and i figured you know what what the hell let's just i'll i'll give it a try. So I go in, uh, this was two weeks ago. I go in and she does like a little, little setup interview since it was the first time I'd actually met her. And she starts going through putting the pins in and, and doing different things. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to leave you alone in this room with like soft music and the lights turned off and you know, I'll be back in about 30 minutes. It was like, what, what, oh, wait, hold on. What, what? And then that's what she with did. The and, and with the needles in you at this point. With the needles still in me. Yeah. And I'm I'm just kind of laying there and I'm thinking, oh, well, how is this supposed to and basically just just slept for like a half hour. And she she came in and started taking the needles. She said, How do you feel? I said, I feel wonderful. Because there's the <laughs> soft music and and she's burning some kind of incense and, and it was, it was great, but none of that has anything to do with the home pods. The reason why <laughs> I bought the two home pods, um, Tracy had been saying that, you know, since you enjoyed that music so much, it might be nice to have it play in the bedroom before we go to sleep or, and it was like, yeah, okay. And they're cheap. You know, they're not that expensive. $99 for this, for this little speaker. So I bought two. And I've got one set up in, in the she shed where she does all of her stuff. <laughs> and well, it's like, I got the man cave here. She has the she shed. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay. And then the second one. <laughs> you I'm don't gonna, have I'm to going... explain everything. Well, you know, you say that every <laughs> single time. And Dude, what happens? I? You what explain happens, everything. You I explain, explain everything every single time. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the second one will go into the bedroom and for, for people who haven't tried the home pods, I mean, is it like amazing room filling sound? No, but for a single speaker of that size, it sounds remarkable and it's certainly good enough to listen to some, you know, light casual listening to music and, and all the rest of that. You don't, always need to have, you know, 12 inch woofers and, you know, six inch tweeters and all that and get, you know, stereophonic sound and, and all the rest. It's like just something that you can enjoy some casual music and the home pods really excel at that. So 
I've got, there's one that's now in the she shed. The other one's going to go into the bedroom and because they work off of, Hey, S lady, even though it's tied to my music account, it doesn't matter because Tracy can just say, Hey, S lady and, and bring up whatever it is that she wants to bring up. So, cool. you know, yay. Now I have got a super, super busy week coming up, <laughs> coming up Kaz. Now I actually have Monday off for, uh, it's a new holiday here in the U S called Juneteenth and Juneteenth, Juneteenth. And you can, you can look it up. I'm, I, I don't want to get into the politics of, of that. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to, my, Tracy's got stuff that she's doing on Monday, so she's not going to go, but I'm going to meet up with my son, Peter and my other son from another mother and father, Jake. And we're going to go see the new flash movie that that's just came out yep. and yep. Peter already has the tickets and we're all going to go see that down in, in near where he lives. So that's going to be fun. And then on Tuesday, I've got my first appointment with the, the fake eye guy and we'll find out what the procedure is for having a fake eye uh, created and put in. I, I don't know if there's like a, a fitting process and frankly, the whole thing kind of squicks me out when I think about it, yeah. which is why I have done like zero research. On <laughs> yes. The whole Good thing idea. Works. Yeah. Good yeah. Idea. It's like, does guy want to know exactly what's going to happen? No guy does not. So I'll find out some, some of that on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, I have this thing called a PET scan which is a more they're going to find cats. Would, yeah, yeah, it's better than cats. It's better than a cat scan. So, no, no meow, just a regular <laughs> pet scan. And that's it's a little more invasive. It, it shows a lot more than like what the what the cat scan does. So, you know, nothing really fun other than going to see the Flash movie, but it's it's like the steps I have to take to move forward in <laughs> this whole never-ending process. It seems to be my life right now. Uh, hopefully it, w it will be never ending. Um, but that's, that's, that's pretty much what's going on. Well, going on well I'm, I'm going to be joining you actually, because um, I was going to kind of bring this up in the snippets, but I'm not, I'm not now I'll refer to it when I get to the article, which I was going to bring up, but I'll, I'll bring it up now. And it was partially going to be a tip. And I thought, can I use this a bit of a tip? Can I not? So I'll do it all now. And then, cause I've still got a separate tip so I can just do that tip. Okay. Here's the tip bit. If some, if you, if you, somebody suggests that you do something like sleeping with your Apple watch on and you go, why aren't, earth do i want to sleep with my apple watch and what a stupid thing to do you know well it'll track your sleep well either i'm yeah. asleep or i'm not it's not going to help i don't think other than me going i'm stressing out about how little sleep i'm getting when you get to our age you have to get up and go and visit the certain little boys room on a semi-regular yeah. basis anyway so yeah. that's going to, and seeing just how little I'm getting, it's probably going to stress me out. But okay, here's the tip <laughs> try stuff. Try stuff. So if somebody subs you, just do it. Just give it a go. Yeah. Do exactly that. And I'll tell you what, yep. for the last few months, I've been wearing my Apple Watch. Um, so that's the tip try new stuff. The link to the article is a health related thing. 
So for the last few months, I've been looking at, I'm, I'm fittish. I'm not the fittest of guy. I'm not an athlete, but I am relatively fit, you know, going out lots yeah. of walks, going out lots of bike rides, always being active during the day, Uphill. yada, yada, yada. Um, and you did refereeing as well, but now I'm doing more bike rides. So that that was related to the health bit. With my watch on, so, so the bit there was I've always had a really good BPM, beats per minute on my heart rate. But over the last few months, I noticed, and I've had some warnings from my watch saying, alert, 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 you've got a low heart rate. Now, this is only when I'm asleep. It's not when I'm awake during the day. It's... Uh, a, a low but close to normal rate. Um, and it kept coming up with it. And Mrs. Gaz went, uh, ha, 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 you need to get that checked out. Ha, 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 not having you not checking that out. So this week I... This is what wives do. No, it is. So this, uh, and here's another tip, men's health, just go and see the doctors, folks. Just, you know find something just go and see the doctor don't listen don't you, if your wife is not telling you to, because to get checked out regularly she wants you dead okay yeah so that's yeah. that's a tip yeah. right there stop the insurance money you might as well spend it um <laughs> now <laughs> so so she said ah, 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 you've got to check that out so i rang the doctors to, not to get an appointment but you had like a, a quick telephone conversation with them and I had this conversation. He went, um, um, can you come in like tomorrow <laughs> and see us? And I went, okay, yeah, I'll come in. So I went in and they've said, right, 35 to 40 beats per minute at night is probably not uh, a killer, you know. It's like when well, it gets uh, down to zero. Up in the morning, yeah. When, when it gets down to zero, that's when you got to worry, you know. Yeah. Like, huh. <laughs> um, what do you know? But, I'm good. <laughs> but 35 to 40 is pretty low. Um, so I went into the doctors and he he said, right, yeah. Okay, you're not on any drugs. I went, nope, no drugs at all. Do you drink a lot of coffee? Oh, interesting. No, I, I drink coffee, but I don't drink a lot of coffee. Right, okay. Um it's either going to be related possibly to thyroid or um, we're going to have to give an, an ECG to see if there's something wrong with the heart. And he had a quick listen to my heart and he went, mm, sounds fine. Um, so the tip there was do something new because although you don't agree with what that may be, i.e. I didn't want to wear my watch because I didn't want to know whether I was sleeping or not. I've been, it's now come up with a different alternative as to why I need to go and see the doctor. So this week I am going back for a full blood test and I'm having an ECG um, later in the week. I don't think there'll be any problems. I just think, because the doctor said to me, only when you're asleep? Oh, and only when I'm asleep. And he was fairly relaxed about it. So I'm fairly relaxed about it. But boy, there you go. All of that yeah. was going to come up in three different segments. I thought, no, let's get it all in one. Let's get it all in one. Sure. I think we should perhaps go into Gaz's snippets. Right, I have changed my pro I have changed my process this week in terms of I have used NetNewsWire, which is what I usually use on my iPad, but I've been actually checking it out on my Mac. How many times am I going to say my Mac this week? I don't um, know, are you killing I, me here. <laughs> A dystopian Apple TV Plus series Silo is the most popular 
series on any streaming service. I find that hard to believe, if I'm perfectly honest with you, because I can't imagine that Apple TV is anywhere close to the most popular streaming service. So I'm not quite sure where those numbers come from. But that Maybe was Maybe they from, just mean uh, it's the most popular on Apple TV. Well, that's not what they said. Um, it, okay, it's it's from the Real Goods Top Streaming chart offers insight okay. into american so it's an americans only so it's an american one insight into american streaming habits with rankings they are based on real-time data from five million real good users uh it's only real good users live, living in the united states so everything here taken with a pinch of salt <laughs> the real good top streaming chart dystopian apple tv series silo is the most popular series on any streaming service that they're checking. Have, That's have you seen, what the title should have said. Have you seen? Have you seen it yet? Not yet. No, I do intend no, to. Neither have I. Not, uh, I do intend to. Um, TVOS seventeen helps you hear what people are saying in shows when using HomePods as speakers. That will be good. Now I know that we're not really talking about your new upcoming um, uh, software advantages but i saw that and i did like that because i tell you what guy i don't know about you but there are times when i go what did he say and i more often than not have um subtitles on just to make sure i can capture what they've said um apple stock closes at a new record high after the vision pro announcement strangely <laughs> enough i wait, thought wait. i thought it dropped when they'd done the Vision Pro announcement. But this is saying it closed at a record new high. Okay, so this is for a device that most people have only seen in pictures that's not going to be released until next year. Yeah, but it's not about that, guy. It's not about that. It's about the futures. Perception. It's about the futures. It's about where it's going. It's not even perception. It's about what – well, it's the analyst's perception of what they think is coming – in terms of Apple are developing. So uh, analysts. Yeah. Yeah. It finished on the Monday at $183.79, a new all time closing high, which obviously means that Apple again closes in on the 3 trillion valuation mark. Yes. Yes. Well, thank goodness because you're talking about that. That's what keeps me up at night. Yeah. I'm sure it does. Racial equal, yeah. <laughs> racial equity and justice initiative funding hits $225 million, says Apple. Um, and there's apparently there's a UK exhibition being announced. I don't know what the UK exhibition is about, to be honest with you, but it's been announced. Boring. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, really. Apparently, yeah. our, Apple is facing a trademark battle with Huawei. 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 <laughs> How are we? Um, Isn't that the I'm company that's so, like I'm going to get so much like hassle several, for that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, like yeah. The yeah. company's been banned by several other countries. Yes, or yes. is that okay? Anyway, they've been they're in a trademark uh, a trademark battle with them um, to use Vision Pro name in China. That's always going to happen, is it? It's always going to happen. That sort of stuff. Apple apparently is working on uh, working with the EU on a third party apps store for ipad iphone etc etc so we'll wait and see what happens there you know this ongoing battle with the eu which i know that carl really enjoys um 
then then I found another story. It says Vision Pro trademark. Forget Huawei. Huawei. <laughs> the reality <laughs> is, <laughs> the reality is, guy. There is dozens of others who have Apple's name. So yeah, that's that's going to be ongoing and much fun yes. to be had by all. Well, you say that, and then it's not. <laughs> and it's not. And it's not. Um, apparently, guy, this just this gobsmacks me every time I read stories about this, especially about your country. Tap to pay on iPhone. Oh, launching. my country! Now it's when when you're not happy with the United States, suddenly it becomes. Well, it's my not my country. country, is it? Well, it's not my country, is it? It's not my country. I don't live there. I yeah. don't pay for you for anything. <laughs> okay especially when it comes to the united states the so-called leader is an utter moron <laughs> the so-called leader in technology stakes tap to pay on iphone launching at more stores in the u.s later this year luxury company lvmh today or earlier in the week announced that tap to pay on the iphone will be available at selected selected sephora louis vuitton Tiffany and Co, Celine and Dior stores in the US later this year. Come on, get with the game for heaven's sake. That's less about yeah, the US and more. That's less about the states uh, and more about those stores. If I'm perfectly honest with you, I was being a little bit nasty to you, weren't I? But that's me all over. And apparently, um, <laughs> on June fourteenth, Apple again. Closed at one hundred and eighty-three point nine five dollars. Just, just keeps going up, mate. You know, nineteen ninety-eight uh, keeps coming back and smacking me right in the face. You had your chance to buy Apple stock, and you didn't because you weren't sure if the company was still going to be around. And now it's too late. But I'm not Apple bitter. Card. Apple Card monthly installments term for Apple Watch to change from 24 to 12 months. Now, I don't know whether this is everywhere, but I think it's certainly in, in the US. So uh, on August 15th, the Apple Card monthly installments term for new Apple Watch purchases will change from 24 to 12 months, according to the fine print on Apple's website. So if you were enjoying a two... Yeah, it's, it's like, why would you want to stretch out payments for a watch that costs at most well, around $800 at the most. And that's if you get the ultra, if you just get like, like a, a regular, why watch wouldn't you eight, do it? It's free money. It's free money. If you've got the money there, keep it in your bank account, earn any interest and just pay it up. I just that's, don't like having like, no, I know what you lots mean. Of stuff know, over yeah. my head. Yeah. I know what you mean. Even though you've budgeted for it. Um, Apparently, Apple's game porting toolkit is the first real step in fixing Mac gaming. This was an article from Macworld. Ha, ha, ha. Well, you, you know what they're using? They're using crossover. For those demos that they were doing, it was basically crossover. Wine. Uh, Wine. Really? Yeah. Really? That's, yeah. No, can't be. No, but this is talking about a, a port. Oh, yeah. No, it's a porting. Yeah, well, that's pretty rubbish then, isn't it? Um, yeah. Now, I saw this poll and I thought I'd just ask you the question. Not Germans. <laughs> Not Yugoslavians. No, it's a survey. 
Oh, a survey. <laughs> Here's the question, guy. Yeah. Would you buy a smaller Apple Watch Ultra? Yes. Good answer. Apple shares have hit another new all-time intraday and closing high. So on the 15th of June, it closed at $186.01. Apparently, Apple so, are Still no dis- sleep for me because it hasn't hit $3 trillion yet. <laughs> Apple are to discontinue Apple Card financing for iPhones bought without a carrier connection. So Apple is making a major change to its Apple Card monthly installment uh, purchase option for iPhone buyers. Starting in August, Apple says it will no longer allow customers to purchase SIM-free iPhone models using Apple Card financing. Instead, carrier connection with AT&T, T-Mobile, or Verizon will be required. See, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think Apple should... If if somebody has an Apple Card, then... Let them use that to buy whatever the hell it is that that you that they want to buy, and it shouldn't be up to Apple or the carriers to say, "Well, no, 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 no." You know, you have to buy it through one of these carriers. They're in, that noise. They're in bed with each other, guy. They're in I know. Bed it just it's. Other. I don't. I it, don't. It like doesn't that. feel right. I agree with you. It does feel doesn't feel right. And I think we mentioned about the Battersea store many many moons ago well this last week i think it's now open so i'll have to meet up with you and carl and we'll go into the store and we can have our picture taken with both sure. you and carl's heads and just the top of mine be a good one well i have to get over to the uk as well, well to that, that, there's there's the reason just come over yeah um i didn't read this fully but it just hit me i just liked it apple's mac studio outperforms any other computer tested by a wide margin. It's now up to six mm. times faster than the most powerful Intel, Intel-based uh, 27-inch iMac. Um, I that may be that may be the case on a standard bought product, um, and it may but, be the case on a Intel-based Mac. I find it yeah, hard to believe. Yeah that well, m1 and it's... m2 is faster than any other computer out there that you can buy off the shelf i i agree with you but it's the headline i'm reading the headlines i'd like to feel your reaction and hear your reaction to it so there you go i've heard That's your reaction. reaction i'm moving on <laughs> <laughs> I saw this again. Um, don't normally do rumors, but there wasn't a lot. Most of it, most of the Apple stories this week were really about the software. So I kind of, I didn't want to delve into yeah. too much of those. See, that's um, Apple, part of the reason why I'm talking about rockets instead of yeah. anything that's Mac related. Apple has developed an iPhone so scratch resistant you don't need a case. Well, there you go. All those case manufacturers gone. Go, yeah, we'll wait and see on that, shall we? Yeah. Um, App- Apple Watch and Fitness Plus is helping Nate, I don't know who Nate is, uh, to become a healthier, happier person after losing 100 pounds. And this is where I was going to say about the Apple Watch and the health connection with me sleeping and then finding it. So, yeah, yeah. But that what it doesn't kind of say, he was only 175 pounds when they started. So, <laughs> And to finish off, um, Apple TV Plus series Hijack, starring Idris Elba, is a first-class thrill ride. Well, I'll watch it, 
and I'll let you know next week. That, folks, is the end of Gaz's Snippets. Okay. Uh, I've actually, I just put something in the show notes. I have a pick. I have a pick that we'll talk about when we get to there. But first, let's talk about space. No, 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 no. Not, not, the not final what's frontier. between my ears. Not what's between my ears, but actual outer space. And mankind's continued push to go deeper and deeper into it. Um, there has been lately a lot of new developments in going into space. And when you think about what was going on 10, 11 years ago with the end of the U.S. space shuttle and that really the U.S. had no launch vehicles that, that they could use and were reduced to begging for space on a, a Russian Soyuz rocket in order to keep people on the International Space Station and to get the supplies up to it and all the rest of it. And now we seem to have this plethora of many, many companies that are going and doing um, ground to low earth orbit launches. And I, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful that this is happening. And we're going to talk about a couple of these companies and what it is that they're doing. Um, of course, the I guess you could say that the most famous of them altogether, and regardless of how you feel about Elon Musk, um, what SpaceX is doing, which is a company that he owns, or at least has a you know is a major part of, is uh, SpaceX. And th as I was saying, they're probably the best known of the current outer space ventures. SpaceX is best known for its Falcon rockets, the Falcon One. The Falcon 9 and the Falcon Heavy have all achieved a remarkable amount of success. And for its spectacular first stage rocket recoveries from floating platforms. Have you ever watched a, a SpaceX launch and, and seen the, the booster come back down, Gaz? Yep. Pretty impressive. Yeah, it? And I remember like the first couple of times I was watching it, it was like, oh, this is going to be a spectacular failure. And it just came right down. And, and when, and when you watch the graph and again, all of these launches are available to watch live on YouTube. And as you see the first stage coming down and you see how fast it's going when it's like not even a, a, a kilometer up, you're like, oh, that's just going to plow right into that ship and explode in, in a fiery ball of, well, fire. Um, it, it just seems to just touch right down and, and everything is like hunky-dory. And it, it just it just blows my mind uh, how successful they've been at doing this. And I mean, besides delivering all of the small satellites, I can't remember what they call that service. Um, can can you think of what it is, Gaz? Would you look no. that up while I'm while I'm yakking away here? What well, the, the the SpaceX delivery service. Yeah, the wireless internet service that, that SpaceX oh, is putting um, all these Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I'll look for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and they've had some degree of success with that as well. There's been a lot of overhype on that service as well. Um, what's, and, and on top of the, the Falcon 9 and Falcon Heavy is the, the Crew Dragon, and the Crew Dragon spacecrafts have been delivering new crews 
and supplies to the International Space Station for the last couple of years. And I think there's there's a Cargo Dragon and Crew Dragon. That's what, the, that's what they're called. I don't know what the difference is between them other than, you know, one is for cargo and one is for crews. Uh, but some of their more ambitious ambitious plans include one of the largest and most powerful rockets ever designed to put what's being called the Starship spacecraft on a trajectory to the moon and Mars. And there's a, a similar program, and we're going to go into that as well And when, when that comes up, because one of these other services are also related to it. Starlink. S- Starlink, yes, that's that's the name of the internet service. Um, yep. But SpaceX has been doing some in, really just in, incredible things. Uh, why don't you take the next one there, Gaz? Uh, you kind of threw me there. Okay, Blue Origin. So far, most hype than so far most hype than substance. Blue Origin is known for its suborbital tourism flights on the new Shepard rocket, though they are also designing orbital rockets to compete with others for launching payloads into low Earth orbit. Um, I, I yeah, I think I've got a general com- comment about all of this, which I think I'll leave it to the end rather than than bring okay. it up now. But I'll yeah. All right. Uh, the next one is called. I've not. United... I'd not heard of Blue Origin. Actually, I'd not heard of Blue. Origin. That's actually the one that's associated with Bezos and Amazon. Okay. They. I think the the most famous flight they've had so far. They actually took. I think it was William Shatner, and a couple other people up on a, a Blue Origin rocket to, and it wasn't quite. Yeah, you know, it's like to the edge of being in space. Yeah. Um, yeah but not quite there. And that's, that's like the, the most I've really heard about them. That's, I mean, uh, that must a, be the first, that's like having, um, that's like having alcohol with no alcohol in it. Which is something I have been drinking lately. <laughs> that's a whole another story. <laughs> yeah. Whiskey sour without whiskey. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> not, not not the best planned thing I've ever had to drink. Uh, but speaking of drinking, or actually not speaking of drinking, uh, another company that's doing uh, quite a bit is United Launch Alliance. And this is a partnership between Boeing and Lockheed Martin. Uh, the ULA is providing launch services for the U.S. government and commercial satellite operators. Part of this partnership, along with others, is set to launch the Artemis II multi-stage rocket next year on a crude, by crude, I mean C-R-E-W-E-D, not C-R-U-D-E, lunar flyby meant to test these systems for future missions where they plan to land and begin colonization of the moon in the late 2020s or early 2030s. Now, they, they already did the Artemis I, where it was not crude and basically, you know, went up into space. It actually went farther than any potentially crude. I keep saying crude and I keep thinking, you know, oil and all the rest of that (laughs) potentially crude uh, space capsule because it went on this, this really, really far out orbit around the moon to come back. And it went as far as i know it went reasonably well so the next one is going to be have people on it 
and they'll do a lunar flyby. Cool. Now, isn't going, isn't Boeing? Is it Boeing? Is this the alliance, or is it just Boeing that's in competition with SpaceX with for NASA's rocket launching? Because NASA are, are trying. To- yeah, there. I mean, there's quite a few companies that that are on this list that that have various contracts with not just the u.s government but other governments as well as far as and also commercial low earth to orbit satellite systems to go up into space the united action but the united launch alliance is actually going to be somewhat teaming up with spacex if and, and i'm hoping i'm getting this right if i don't have this quite right you know, people feel free to to contact us and, and let us know through all of the usual ways that you can contact and let us know when we say something really, really stupid. Um, SpaceX is supposed to be creating or sending up into space a platform that is more or less going to be in lunar orbit, kind of like what the ISS is. And... I believe the intention is for that to also be crewed like the ISS is. And that will be kind of a launching refueling point, possibly for missions going to Mars and, and other, you know, far away bodies out in the, the voids of space. So some of these companies, while they're in competition for commercial satellite launches and U.S. government satellite launches are working together in order to uh, further manned expeditions out into space, which I find I find that to be that that's that's a good thing. That is a good thing. So we'll see because I know SpaceX is having to come almost completely redesign the Starship. Uh, did you see the 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 one that they sent up? that had issues it was no it was the no, first time they actually launched a starship on the booster that is meant to take it into space and that's what this test was supposed to be for was to see how well it was going to work well the booster the big booster apparently had a bunch of rockets that failed almost immediately on takeoff and so it wasn't even 2 minutes into the flight when they had to abort and just blow the whole thing up and they were having trouble blowing the whole thing up. It started to kind of tumble. And that was, I was watching it because you could actually see as they had shots of it going up that there were certain rockets that weren't firing from the bottom of this booster. Okay. And as it started to tumble, I was like, why haven't they blown this up? Well, it turns out the reason why they hadn't blown it up is because they sent the signal up and it didn't explode. So that's, I think, one of the things they're going to work on. There's, a, You know, folks, there's a reason why almost all of these launch facilities are close to coastlines and that when you see them take off, they kind of take off over the ocean because if things go horribly, horribly wrong, they don't want it to come, the pieces after they blow it up, to come down on populated spaces. So that's, that's, what, that's what's up with that. Uh, the next one to talk about is I and actually why don't you take this one because I know I'm gonna butcher the name of it. It's Ariane Space. That's all yes. it is. Ariane Space, a French company that uh for over 
40 years has been a major contributor to the European Space Agency's launch programs. Uh, they certainly have. Um, they've also launched many telecommunication satellites, as well as the James Webb Space Telescope. Um, yeah, Ariane Space has, has been a well-known uh, yes. company in the space industry for, well, over 40 years, as you said. Yeah, it, it, I think it actually started like around 1980. But the weird thing is... That'll make it over 40 years. Yeah, yeah. Companies <laughs> like SpaceX and and some of the other ones have, have kind of gotten most of the... And I'm not saying that they're doing anything better or you know anything along those lines. I'm just saying they seem to be getting most of the press, uh, especially SpaceX, as compared yeah. to a company that has... You know, we make fun of various European countries... <laughs> over the years but no us no, not us never but i i have been watching what this company air arion space is that Ariane, it? Did i say yeah. it right Ariane, Ariane space i've been watching what they've been doing for a long time and again the more companies involved in commercial space flight the better when it was just the u.s and the soviet union and and china it everything stagnated you know we i was as this as we first started talking about this i was talking about the um when the u.s space shuttle was mothballed there was really nothing to replace it in the u.s they had no. nothing that could take people up into space and then they had to like beg borrow and steal space on a, a soyuz rockets at a probably exuberant prices um but moving on from that this next one I, I, I've, it's kind of got my attention. It's called rocket lab and they specialize in small satellite launches with their electron launch vehicle that can put up to 300 kilograms into low earth orbit. Uh, like SpaceX, they're developing their own rocket recovery system to help reduce the cost of space flight and their future neutron rockets are claimed to be able to deliver up to 13,000 kilograms to deep space, making them a rival to the SpaceX Starship. And the one thing, one of the things that kind of sets this company apart uh, is I, I believe the, the propellant that they use is different from what other companies use. Also, it's large diesel. portions. Yeah, diesel. <laughs> you, you see how the bomb rises is going up into space. <laughs> yeah, it's like they turn the key to launch and it just sits there for about 10 seconds while the while the plugs while the plugs warm up. Well, the plugs up. warm up. Yeah. Uh they also use a lot of 3D printing in the creation of their launch vehicles. I didn't know if you knew that. No. That's a hell yeah. of a printer, isn't it? Be yeah, huge, huge ass printer. <laughs> uh, Northrop Grumman is another one of those companies. Uh, they just recently purchased Orbital Sciences Corporation. They have multiple successful low Earth orbit launch vehicles with proven track records. Uh, some of the others include uh, Virgin Galactic and Virgin Orbit, which just went into bankruptcy and, and sold themselves off. What the hell happened to Virgin Galactic? They had like all well, these cool plans 
Yeah, they had a failure on a, a rocket launch recently, which was it. I mean, it wasn't disastrous. Disastrous in the fact that it failed, but it wasn't. Yeah. It shouldn't have been disastrous in terms of their technology moving forward. They understood why it went wrong, but I think it was just, it was just a failure so late in the process that it just cost them too much. And I've got a feeling someone went, "That's it. We've had enough." Um, yeah, it's it's all well and good coming out with these high faluting. Uh, plans cost a lot of projects. money. Yeah, it costs a lot of money to do this sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's a shame because I thought they were, you know, they're coming up with some good ideas as well. The, the I, problem with the, I remember the when. Go ahead. I was going to say the problem with all of this, and you, you you go on to talk about obviously Russia and India and China. Um, I'll yeah. let you mention that in a minute. Um, but the problem I've got with all of this is all that crap spinning around the planet, mm. and it's not going to take much. For one or two, in fact, they've already had a few instances where close calls. They've had some close calls, and the stuff. Well, no, not close calls. They've actually had some which have actually broken up, and you've now they're now to track all of the rubbish which is going around as well. Well, it's only going to take something, you know, a little bit bigger, and you'll just have a cascade. And I tell you what, a lot of your devices down here, and certainly your GPS, is going to just go down, and it's going to be. A very difficult time when that happens. Um, we really ought to understand how we can clean some of this stuff up there, but there's no chance of that happening because we can't clean up our own crap down here. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, honestly, it could, this, this is why really this interesting. is why Rocket Lab and SpaceX's attempts to bring their their first stage boosters back not only saves money in that they're reusing them, but it also means that those boosters aren't just sitting up there in space, spinning around until it's finally, until gravity finally grabs them and, and brings them back in. I don't know if you remember back in the seventies, uh, space lab, which was like one of the first yep. long-term yep. uh, laboratories that were in low earth orbit. And when that finally came down, there was, there was a lot of talk if it was, if it could possibly come down and, and hit populated areas. And, you know, fortunately it didn't, but you know, there is, there has been a lot of crap that, and most of it is exactly that. It's just, it's just crap that that's used to put something else into space. And the fact that Rocket Lab and SpaceX are bringing their boosters back, I think, is a good start. Uh, as well as, I think SpaceX is also recovering the fairings that are used to, to cover the satellites before they're ejected, um, which is another good, you know, another good thing. But all of these older satellites, I mean, there needs to be a plan to, you know, for, for what do we do? with these satellites once they've kind of served their purpose it's not enough yep. to just turn them off and you know wait for the inevitable you know come down into space i mean basically there needs to be enough propellant in them so that when you it's decided okay well this thing doesn't work anymore you shoot it off into deep space so that it it doesn't pose a threat and i don't know if anyone is doing anything like that yet but it's something that they should be doing uh, but let's let's close this out. And uh, it, the United States and uh, the EU aren't the only two territories in the world that are doing things in space. Uh, there's China's Great Wall Industry, and they've had some some pretty 
remarkable success. They they've managed to land a, um, a rover on the moon, and I think they've put one on Mars as well. And they have their own plans for large rocket boosters. Uh, relativity space, uh, Russia and in, and also Russia and India. India is like kind of the newcomer into this. Their their space endeavors. So there's there's lots of countries and there's lots of companies that are getting involved in the space race. And I, I think that's a good thing. Let's, let's get more people interested in uh, going into space and seeing what's out there because we don't, you, we don't really know at this point. You like a good race, don't you? I do. Oh, you know what? You know what I bet you're doing right now? I bet you're nodding your head. You are. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Don't know about you, Guy, but sometimes when I want to move a file, I think, oh, I'll go control X, i.e. that cuts the file, and then I go control V to move the file. And that can sometimes be quite dangerous because I have had times when I've gone control X and then seen a squirrel and got distracted and <laughs> and then gone and copied something else and then realized I've been and done something silly with that other file. Anyway, there is, a, there, there is an option if you want to move a file, if you've copied a file. So you've got a file and you think, oh, I want to move that into that other location. Now, where was that other location? Well, just copy that file, can command C. Uh, and then... When you get to the location um, to where you want to place it, if you hit command option V, hmm. rather than just pasting it, it will move that file. Oh, the original. Yeah, so rather than copying and then pasting and having two files in separate places, if you've got a file and you want to move it, just go control copy or command copy. And that means you're not going to suddenly delete it and forget about it. And then find the location where you want it to go and hit command option V and it will move the file rather than just pasting it there as a copy. Interesting. that Because I spend a lot of time archiving video files to the, right. the great big four bay monster that I have over here. And there has been times when I'm, I'm doing the, the copy and paste when something goes horribly, horribly wrong. And when something does go horribly, horribly wrong, there's always that chance that you could lose everything related to that file. So if you do it that way, and the, mm -hmm. the the paste isn't didn't work the way you expected it to. It should still remain in its original location. If well, that that I think I you know I'm not sure that's a good example of that because I'm not sure what would happen if you get then get a failure, and whether the transfer then just kicks back. Might be an idea to test it on something you're not too worried about, but you don't give a crap about. <laughs> Yeah. Like my videos, exactly. Like your videos, correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a it's it's a different way of moving your file, and it's it's rather than having lots of copies everywhere, and also going Control or Command uh, X to actually cut a file and moving it that way. Obviously, you can go another way by moving your files, but I just find sometimes it's easier to go Command V, find the location. 
and then Command Option V or Command C. I should have said to start off with. You're nodding your head. I am. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. Gaz, you are absolutely right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, where are we? I don't know where we are. Uh, well, real, real quick. You're in Washington. I'm yes. in in Leicestershire, England. Right. Okay. Ukrainian Red Cross, Doctors Without Borders, two really good organizations. Links are will be in the the show notes if you can't figure out how to get to them. Um, <laughs> it's it's pretty easy. All right. Yeah, for and Ukraine, sake, I actually, Ukraine, and also Ukraine have had a major issue with obviously that dam being bombed uh, recently. So bring that yeah, up, oh, back up again. So yeah. Anyway, we won't dwell on that. But uh, no, yeah. no. But it's not good. I do have a for pick's sake this week. We were speaking. So you much have earlier. a for pick's sake, for pick's sake. That's incredible. I do. I do. We, we've spoken so much this week about Apple TV and some of the programs we have. that are available on Apple TV. We have. We really did. That I wanted to mention one. It's You can watch it through Apple TV, but it's on actually on a different network. It's on the Paramount Plus network, and it's Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2. One of the things that Star Trek Strange New Worlds has done is given me hope that the people in charge of Star Trek haven't completely lost their minds and put out nothing but garbage, which is what most of Star Trek Discovery and the first two seasons of Star Trek Picard, in my opinion, have been. Uh, Picard season three was great, but Strange New Worlds brings us back to single episode, not 10 to 13 episode story arcs. And it's just so good. And season two picked up is picking up right where season one left off. And it's a great episode. Lots of action. The Klingons finally look like Klingons again, instead <laughs> of multicolored God only knows what, and it's, it's just, a, it's a great show. If you have a subscription to Paramount Plus or wherever Star Trek Strange New Worlds is shown in your country, check it out. It, it's a great, great show. If you like sci-fi. Oh, and Foundation is coming back. I think. Uh, yeah. Month. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not so sure. About that. It's been too long. They've waited well, too long, I think. Yeah. Not only that, I'm not sure how good they actually was, but. I liked it. I liked the first season of it. Okay. But regardless, what have you got, Gaz? I haven't got anything. Oh, okay. Well then, remember, if you would please do an iTunes review or to the the podcatcher of your choice, do a review for the show, let us know about it, and you will get a woo tea. And if you don't know what a woody is, quite simply... It's a big W, big O, big O, big T, little I, little E, exclamation mark, and that's a Woody. And I love making them. I love sending them out. And I love to see, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. I, lo I like seeing reviews of the show. There we go. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, we had. Oh, I don't. I don't want. I don't want any reviews of the show. Stop sending them yeah. in. I'm getting bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't care what you think about this show. <laughs> obviously, 
<laughs> for the last couple of hundred shows. We got some email feedback, guys. Have you? From Simon. From Simon. Cool. And he is writing in about, oh, quite a few things. Sleeping while <laughs> anxious. His two favorite techniques are one, listen to a very long talkie podcast like Gruber's Talk Show or the ATP Gang. Yeah. Not that they're boring, but it does go on for a long time. And if you lie down <laughs> and concentrate on that chat while relaxing, you will drift off. Two, use a white noise app. I have one which has waves on the beach, crackling, bonfire, thunder in the distance, and rain on the tent arranged around me. The app fades then all randomly in and out over on top of each other. And by trying to concentrate on following one element, I find my mind stills or at least is at least distracted from the anxiety, troublesome thoughts as you have to focus on that one sound. And then he says, <laughs> Gaz and his wine. Is there such a thing <laughs> as too much good wine? I guess no. if you wake up regretting it, possibly, but were other drinks involved? Yes. <laughs> if you beer, start off with beer, beer uh -huh. cider, red wine, cider. white wine. Huh. Okay. If you start out with a lot of wine and then start chucking in a few cognacs or whiskeys no, or no. rums, then you're heading into rocky waters. Um, and he still the thinks <laughs> the cider, he still thinks I should consider a super rad eyeball as a prosthetic. A dragon eye or a terminator eye or something. And he says, yes, I'm childish, but if it was me, I would. And again, Simon, $4,600 for one. I don't know. Lucky you've not lost I both have... of them then. <laughs> well, if, if, if I'd lost both of them, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't put anything in. Um, he says, all the best tried ringing the call-in numbers, but they didn't seem to want to work for me. Maybe I need to actually use the Skype app or whatever. Uh, he'll try calling in another time. Just stay strong. And okay. Ba, 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 ba. And Sonoma, so nambulist, you damn cool fool. I've done the max betas in the past, but when they mess around with the rogue amoeba stuff, nah, not on my right radar. And that's from Simon, a.k.a. Saranac. Simon, thank you so very, very much for, for writing in. And I think you have a Woody. Uh, if, you, if, if you don't, let me know, and I will, uh, I'll send you one. I'll make one for you. And uh, well, I got some email feedback as well. Oh, you do. Go ahead. Well, it's not written email feedback. I think Matt Jim is now upset with Carl. Because Carl obviously has sent in some dad jokes and he's taken over from the uh, audio oh. uh, jokes that Mac Jim has uh, sent in previously. Well, Mac Jim has now sent in six more. <laughs> so thank you very much, much, Mac Jim. I will get round to them. They're on my, they're in my Farago. They're sitting there waiting. But I'm going to go through a few of Carl's first and then I'll play yours. But thank you very much for sending them in. I did really? laugh at each one. We we really really do now. I haven't heard them, and Gaz is not going to play them for me. No, because I am not supposed to be able to guess unless it's natural what <laughs> the answer to the joke is uh, ahead of time. And there's do, been a couple where it's been like, oh, that's let that's me give you a clue. Can... Let me give you okay. a clue to what the answer to the joke is, guy. Okay, laughter. Yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. 
That's a good answer. Um, if you would like to contribute for whatever reason you may have to this show, you can do so through the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash MacPettit. You can do so through coffee, ko-fi.com forward slash MacPettit. And thank you, Martin, for your Just recent it twice. Donation. I've got it there, and I'm sitting waiting, so I'm going to do it twice. Okay, you got it. And lastly, you can pay a pal through paypal.me forward slash MacPettit. There we go. All right. Um, I thought you'd just forgotten. And was no, I, I got it on the page and I just thought I just missed it. I'd, you know, I'd need to get a new parrot. That's what I need to do. Yeah. I'm find yeah, a new parrot. Yeah. <laughs> Dead as a parrot. Uh, well, <laughs> it's a Norwegian people... blue. Ew, lovely plumage. If for some reason somebody wants to send you a parrot and tell you where to pick them up, how would they do so, Gaz? Ever so easy, ever so, ever so easy. What you need to do is send. I'll turn that down. Ooh, A, B, I like it. Send an email to Gaz, G-A-Z, at mymaz.com. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Or on Mastodon or Counter Social, also Gazmaz. But on Mastodon, it is gazmaz at c.im. You can also contact Guy and Gaz on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Wait for it, Z. Cars can also Got send it. an email to feedback at mymac.com f-w-d-b-a-c-k at, at mymac.com you can tell i've not had too much drink this week can't you i'm rolling this out a lot easier <laughs> well, you know, a lot. last week as i as i was listening back <laughs> and doing editing the show from last week it was like gas seems very subdued this week huh. <laughs> yeah a non-toxic guy it was a non-toxic guy last last week for me, I'll tell you. My real name continues to be Guy. Look at this guy. I know that mm. guy. Blue shirt guy. My name is Guy. You think I'm crazy, don't you? Guy? <laughs> Who is Blue Shirt Guy? Well, his name was Guy. Oh, oh yes, because you, you are actually wearing a blue shirt today as well, aren't you? That's quite incredible. So... Blue shirt guy. Who is blue shirt guy? Blue shirt guy. <laughs> yeah. Blue guy. Yeah, but you see, I've got blue guy on there as well. Um, guy. Guy. He's the guy. Guy's the one. Pay no attention to that guy behind the curtain. Guy says. Do we know it was a guy? You remember guy? No fool, un. If you want. Oh. An email from guy. How would they do it? Oh. Hold on. I almost need a cigarette after that. Um, <laughs> no, no, don't. No, the connotation no, of what been, that could mean. No, 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 no. It's been six years. It's been six years since I've had a cigarette. I'm not, well done. not going well done. back. Not going uh, back. Did I tell you the story about when my mum put a cigarette in my mouth when I was six? Really? Why? Yeah, because I, well, I kept messing about with him, you see, and I kept, you know, pretending I was smoking because she smokes, she yeah. still smokes now. Um, she's in the late 80s, still smokes. Yeah, I know. Some people are lucky. Um, anyway, she put him and she said, take a deep breath. And I'll tell you what, I haven't smoked since. So I've been off cigarettes for 54 years, guy. Was it, was it regular or menthol? 
No, it was a. We're talking fifty-four years ago. We are oh, talking. Oh, so not even a filter. <laughs> <laughs> but well done, congratulations! I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult for those of you that still uh, is. I still think yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me at guy at mymag.com or podcast at vertshark.com. Those are two really, really good emails that you can send that to. Uh, I am also Mac Pettit and vertshark over there on the Twitters. Uh, on the counter socials, I am Mac Parrot. And on the mastodon.social, that's my instance, you can find me there as well as other people. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. Mac, Mac Parrot. That, that's, that's my name over there on the mastodon.social instance thing. Um, if you, you butchered like, that, didn't you? You I, really butchered it's that. It's so bad. It is so bad. You can also. My Mac shut down. Shut down. Just simply <laughs> turned itself off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes people, I'm sure, are like, God, will he just shut up? But I don't. I just keep going. You can reach us on our Skype telephone number. Did you know we have a Skype telephone number, Gaz? We don't know. You're jessing me. You are No, I would not lie about something like that. And you can reach it by dialing one or plus one. Area code 703-436-9501. One. That number again is one or plus one outside of the United States, 703-436-9501. Or just go right to the Skype application. Don't even bother with the one and the plus ones and just dial 703-436-9501. Now we have another number, don't we, guess? Seven zero three eight two eight four six seven seven. That's a Google Voice number. Seven zero three eight two eight four six Shabon Shabon. Two wonderful numbers to call us on, and I would like to say thank you to everyone who has downloaded and listened to this podcast. I just peeked the crap out of Hindenburg. Um, I think that, uh, guys, I think that we're good enough in a spacey kind of way. And I think in a spacey kind of way, we're smart enough. Yeah. And that we don't want Wilf to go into space, but Wolf, 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 Wolf saw him earlier. That good little pup dog gone it. People like us. Why don't oysters donate to charity guy? I don't because know. they're shellfish. Get it? Shellfish, shellfish, shellfish. I'm allergic to shellfish. And I got hives.
Okay, so you can all go home and there's nothing to worry about. Get out of here now. Go on. Go on home and I... I go home. 